What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of Pillow Talk with, with the, the Casey, Casey crew. crew. There you go. <laughs> now, if you don't know, we do this, uh, This I would say this podcast called Pillow Talk. It's, it's, we just talk about everything that's going on in the news, whether it's celebrity news, regular news, whatever's going on, the hot topics we will talk about, all right? Now, um... Right now, we're out in CIAA. We're out in uh, North Carolina for the CIAA. Charlotte. We're in bed, and this is actually a pillow talk, because we're actually in bed. Laying on pillows. Laying on pillows. <laughs> Butt-ass naked. I don't want to set the scene, but that's what we're I mean, doing. That's a little bit That's a little bit extra. That I wasn't mean, necessary. It is, but I'm just telling people where we're at. That's Technically, all. I guess we are. Yeah. This is official <laughs> issue of uh, edition of Pillow Talk. Before we get into Pillow Talk, I just want to tell everybody... Um, Make sure you get your tickets for our April 15th show. It's less than 100 tickets left. Um, people ask, is it going to be like the same show that we did before? No, it's totally, it's totally, totally different. So totally, totally different show. So come on out April 15th. And we don't put the live podcast on our um, SoundCloud. And the reason that we don't is because we feel like people who you know, come out to the show, whether they have to fly out or they drive for, you know, hours to come see the show. We just wanted to make a different experience. Something, something special. Something, yeah, something very special mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily get on the podcast or on SoundCloud. So we appreciate everybody for coming out. And again, the show is April 15th at the Highline Ballroom. Less than 100 tickets are left. So make sure you get your tickets. And it's in New York City. You have to take into consideration there are people Mm-hmm. That are that can be new listeners that might live in California or, you know, any other parts of the country. So it's at the Highline Ballroom in New York City. Right. So now we talk about the biggest things of the week. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things, literally, allegedly, <laughs> is shout to Safari. Safari had an, a, a crazy week. Yes. He had some. Uh, Congrats to him. Nudes that leaked. And then he put out his single. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you haven't heard our conversation with him, you can go back one episode. We have a conversation about him, about his nudes. He said he doesn't honestly know how they came out. Uh, I'm sure he was probably sending them to a bunch of people. It's <laughs> not nice to but say. You, but you know the thing about it? I is, mean, he alluded to that because he couldn't pinpoint who it was sent to and he couldn't narrow down how it got leaked. Right. But we don't know if he was sending it to a bunch of people. Right. But uh, so shout out to him because he also released a single. Right. Honey. It was so coincidental. Correct. So coincidental that one would assume that he leaked his own nudes. Correct. And then put out the single to create some type of hype and to build up for the song. But I believe that it's possible that he did not do that. Right. What do you think? Um, I don't think he put it out. Because we sat there and talked to him. Right. And I mean, I made a few jokes about it, but... I believe that somehow, some way, it might have just... I believe that it might have been a coincidence. I think it was a coincidence. I don't think he necessarily put those out. I think he probably sent it to somebody and somebody wanted to embarrass him or somebody maybe got a little check for it. And that's how they put it out. And then you know what might have happened? What's that? With all of the hype behind the nudes, he may have decided that it was a good time to put out the single. Right. So maybe it wasn't planned, but then just using ingenuity and saying, well, you know what? With everything going on, maybe I'll just go ahead and release the single now. I know he was already shooting the video, so he might have just moved it up a week or two. Right. Right? Absolutely. And, you know, he asked me, you know, what should I do? And I told him he should find out how those nudes got leaked and he should shoot the shit out the person. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's to anybody who leaks nudes or, or leaks uh, porn tapes, or anything like that. I really think that you should take the time and take the money, investigate, find out who put it out mm-hmm. and sue the shit out of them. Absolutely. I mean, anyone that does do that should be held responsible for it. And people are not doing that enough. Like you don't hear you, you just hear the nudes leaked or the video leaked. And that's all you hear. Mm-hmm. You don't hear. Well, they looked for that person or they tried to find that person. You don't really hear that. And that's what, you know, we should be hearing more that people are really doing their effort to find out who's putting out nudes, whether it's, you know, who put out the Black China sex tape mm-hmm. or who put out. It doesn't matter what nudes are out that they should be fried for. It. Well, if you don't hear about the aftermath, then as a member of society and someone that may choose to engage in that type of behavior, exposing someone, if you don't hear about the consequences, you may be led to believe that there are none. Right. And you know what, babe? I did hear that revenge porn is illegal in New York City. Oh, it is? Okay. That's what I heard. After we talked about it, I think you speculated that it wasn't against the law in New York City. After that, I heard that it actually was. Oh, well, I I think that anybody who's victim of that man woman, it doesn't matter, should go balls hard to find out exactly who the person was and really get them arrested. Because I think it's that's probably one of the weakest things you can do as a man or woman to do that to somebody, to try to embarrass somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You know? So getting back to Safari, I have to say, I'm very happy for him. What you mean? Um, Because usually being a rapper or an entertainer in general, but specifically more so to rappers, it comes along with a persona, like uh, I'm the bleep type mm-hmm. of persona. Like, yeah, you're vibing to my, to my single because it's dope. You should. Mm-hmm. You know, it just comes with a certain cockiness, confidence and air. But with him, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. What I get is gratefulness. Yeah, he's very grateful. He's so grateful at the, at the happiness of his single. Mm-hmm. And he's so humble. He's like the most humble dude. He and is. I'm actually impressed by that. You know, it's like he puts out um, videos of, you know, people either dancing to a single or him performing his single mm-hmm. or anything around his single. And if you read the caption, you know, it says things like, thank God, right. you know, or it even kind of shows his surprise. Like, I don't know who it was, but he tagged somebody and was like, so-and-so, like, can you believe this? It just seems... Like he's someone that you want to see win. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm happy for him. He works hard and and it looks like he has a bunch of things in the works. So shout out to Safari. Yeah. Hopefully he uh, continues to do, I don't know why I was going to say big things, but continue to do (laughs) some great things. Right. Now the next person is Rick Ross. Have you heard about Rick Ross? Yes. Rick Ross was uh, rushed to the hospital. We're not sure why. Uh, They've been speculating uh, a heart attack. Uh, pretty much he was found in his bed. He was unconscious. They believe he was uh, foaming at the mouth. Mm-hmm. So they rushed him to the hospital and um, they're not sure what's going on. There was rumors that he was on life support, but his family saying that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that um, he, he needed a machine to do the, the work of his lungs and maybe his heart. Yeah, they're saying that's not true. They're saying okay. I don't, they don't know where they got that from. They said that's not true. They said he is in the hospital. Um, you know what? What I wanted to talk about was 50 Cent. Now, mm-hmm. 50 Cent put up a bunch of posts. A bunch? I only saw one. He put up three posts. Wow. Pretty much uh, shitting on Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the posts was, you remember Rocky? Yeah, The course. Russian guy that beat up Apollo? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he put up a picture of him. Mm-hmm. And the reason he put up a picture of him is because when he killed Apollo, when Apollo was dying, mm-hmm. he was like, if he dies, he dies. Mm-hmm. Basically, 50 was like, oh, if he dies, he dies. I don't fuck with him. And people were mad at 50 saying, you know, 
that's foul. You know, yeah, I understand you got beef, but you shouldn't want anybody to die. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, first, I want you to clear something up for me. Sure. Um, for those of our listeners that aren't hip hop aficionados. Okay. And me, I mean, obviously, I'm like submerged in hip hop because of you and because of my love for it and my love for the culture. But I don't exactly know why there's a beef between 50 and Rick Ross. So can you explain that? Um, I really don't remember where it started, but it started just um, allegedly. Uh, I'm not sure if this is true or how true it is because nobody's ever found out. But Rick Ross was a correction officer mm-hmm. and uh, at one time and 50 Cent was like, you can't be a rapper talking about all his drugs and being a correction officer. So they went back and forth on, you know, on different records and things like that to the point insulting where each other, insulting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did those for years. And then it, it got a little worse. They, you know, 50 started doing videos and and Ross started doing videos and it was going back and forth. And then uh, 50 Cent brought in Ross's baby moms. They did an interview and then there was a sex tape it was a it's, it's a whole bunch of mess where these guys really don't like each other so the start Sounds a little bit more like hate yeah they hate each other wow so to get to where it started mm-hmm. i honestly don't know I, I couldn't tell you what the first you know blood was i really don't know but because of that these guys just really just don't like each other yeah well that's what i was thinking um i remember the whole correction officer thing and 50 exposing that and making a little movie out of that but that to me doesn't seem as though it would organically escalate right to well if he dies he dies correct do you know what i mean i mean i, I don't know where it, it goes but they 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 really dislike each other. But maybe, maybe years of that ex- escalation, just it, it kept growing like a snowball and the beefs got bigger and bigger and the responses to the beef got bigger and bigger and it just created something that it, that it got to this point. I mean, to the point where Rick Ross's baby moms sued 50. And that was part, I think that was one of the reasons why 50 actually went bankrupt because she sued him. And I think the amount of money that she was to get was supposed to be so much money that he had to go bankrupt. And then through bankruptcy, I know he didn't oh, have to necessarily pay right, her as much. Right, I remember 50's that. a smart guy. So when I um when I seen it, my thoughts at first was like, oh, 50 buggy. I mean, come on, the man, the man is dying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is foul. And, mm-hmm. and I honestly was going to call him and be like, yo, Fifth, come on. And then I, I took a step back, right? And there are two people in this world that if they died, I wouldn't give a fuck. That I would feel the same way. If they die, they fucking die. I know who one is. I don't know who the second is. Um, you know who both of them are. So when I when I thought about it, I said, you know what? I said, I can't tell that man how to feel. I get it. You know? Because at first I was like, this is a little foul. You know what I mean? Like, come on, a man's, you know, is it that serious? But to them, it might be that serious. Because if you ask me about the same two people that I hate. It's different. It's not I, first of all, I only know about one person that I can think of that you might be referring to. Okay. And the circumstances in that situation are complete. Oh, never mind. I know who the two are. Oh, all right. I'm so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just had a moment of stupidity. Right. Um, but if those. Now t- I have to think. See? Now I have to put myself in that situation. And that's what I had to do. One of them, one of them, I clearly, clearly, clearly understand. Um, because the gravity of that situation, it wasn't superficial. Correct. It wasn't just chatter. It wasn't, you know, just gum bumping. It was very serious. Um, the other person, I understand. But at the same time, death is very, 
very final. I mean, that's, so that's, so I, I don't I don't know if I 100 percent agree. Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's how I feel. But and I get it. And I know I'm not supposed to be thinking like that. I know, you know, I've been a godlier person and we've been praying. But when it comes to certain things like that. I get it and I understand. And see, the thing with 50 and Ross is, you know, I'm I'm cool with Ross. Me and Ross is cool, you know, and I like Ross. Ross is a good guy when it comes to me. I don't mm-hmm. know outside anybody else. And everybody knows 50 is my brother. Like whatever I need for 50, he comes through. Right. So it's crazy that the two are beefing. But I get it. You know, Ross didn't do anything to affect me, but maybe he did to 50. And if 50 feels that way, at first I was like, oh, that's a little too far. But then I'm thinking about it like that man hates that man. How can I tell that man how to feel? Because there's two people on my list that I feel the same way. Now, let me just be clear, um, because I don't like to tap on something and not really explain for people that don't know. Right. So you're saying that 50 Cent Mm -hmm. got a sex tape that involved Rick Ross's baby's mother. Correct. Was Rick Ross in the tape? No. Who was in the tape? I'm not sure. I think just his baby mom and somebody else. Okay. And was it supposed to be during the time that she and Rick Ross were together? I'm not sure. I don't know the details. So okay. I, I'll just say allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Okay. So he got a hold of it and put it out in what medium? Put uh, it out how? Social media? His, sold it to porn? Or porn put it out on his website. At the, at the he, time. he put the actual video on his website. Right. And she sued him. Yes. And she won. Correct. Okay. See, that's another level of escalation that's just, I mean, that there has to be some serious, deep-rooted hate in order to do something like that. Not, not and it's just that. hard to believe that it could be born of, you know, me saying that you're a correction officer and you have no right to be rapping no, about good I things. I don't know where, where it came from, but I do know 50 Cent is the type of person, knowing Fifth, he's the type, if you punch him, He's going to stab you. you. He's going he's he's to take it past stabbing. He's going to shoot you. Well, I'd rather get shot than stabbed. So, And then if you punch him, you know, it's not even that. Like, he might shoot you and then kick your kid. Like, 50 is Okay, is so he's petty. not going to kick your kid. All right, 50 is that petty. Like, he like he is that type of guy. Like, you know, you know there's certain people, like you say, you know what, don't fuck with him because if you fuck with him, you got to kill him. He's that guy. <laughs> no, right. straight up and down. No, I, I know. He's that, I, I know he's him, that guy. So clearly. So when it comes to him, I, you know, like at first I thought he was wrong, but then I got it. I'm like, he hates that man, and he really hates that man for whatever reason. I'm not in that man's head. I I don't know the ins and outs, but if he honestly feels that way, then I get it. Because the two people that I hate, you know who I hate, mm-hmm. and for some people they'd be like, well, it ain't that serious. It was this. It was that. No, motherfucker. If I could kill you myself, I would. What? That's how I feel. But I wouldn't because I'm not that type of person. But if you died, I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't tear. I might cheer deep down in my heart. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's right. I'm, I got a lot I'm to work I'm looking on. at you with all sorts of confusion. I'm I gotta trying work. to process what you're saying. I got to work on myself. I'm not going to say I don't have to work <laughs> on myself. But in that situation, I get it. So how do you feel about it? Well, I feel as though sometimes we can say that things are wrong and not be confused about whether things are wrong or not. But at the same time, possibly say that we understand. Right. Um, I think that it's wrong and I don't necessarily understand 50s post. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand that you do. Right. So I'll leave it at that. I, I'm confused with what you said. So do you what? agree with 50 or do you not agree with 50? I'm just. Oh, confused. I disagree with 50. But you that's, do you really? Yes, I do. So now, now let me ask I, you a question. Rashawn, death is something completely different. I don't wish death on people that I despise. That's for God to deal with that's not for me that's life 
And I do believe that when you do wrong in this world, that your blessings are blocked Uh and that whether you know it or not, you will pay for it or may currently be paying for it. I don't play God. I don't try to play God. I don't wish harm on anyone. I don't wish bad luck on anyone because it's not necessary. If you intentionally do wrong in this world, I feel as though your blessings will be blocked. Okay. So that's where I leave it. At the same time, with 50, I understand the idea of hate and I understand that, you know, he may feel, well, if he dies, he dies, but I disagree with it. Now, let me ask you a question. The two people that I hate, you hate as well, right? I don't hate anyone. You don't hate him in a... You don't hate. I don't... What'd you say? I said you don't hate him. I don't know. I don't hate anyone. If they died, how would you feel? You wouldn't be like a little, hmm, that's what you get? Um, I wouldn't feel as though they lost their life because of the ways that they've wronged you or wronged me. But I didn't ask you that. I said... But no, no, you said, died, you said that's what you get. So that would be in relation to what they did to you or to me. So no, I don't think that would be that's what you get. Those two particular people, if something happened to them, I would feel nothing. I wouldn't cheer. I wouldn't feel sad. I wouldn't feel anything. And I feel for people that I don't know that, you know, that you get whims of how they may have suffered or whatever. But those people, I would feel nothing. I would be numb to it. But I wouldn't wish death on them and I wouldn't be celebrating. Okay. You're better than me because if... if 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 I hate you and there's two people that I hate and you did and you cross me, if you die, you die. Right, that's that's honestly how I feel. I know I got I know I got to work on myself. I mean, no, I understand I'm, I'm that if you, know, die, know, you die, you die. But I'm not gonna like call the party planner and throw a celebration. I might. That's what I'm saying. I definitely might. But anyway, all right. Well, let's move on to the next. I know I know it's not right. You looking at me like I can't believe you said, but that's how I feel. Like if you die, you die. And and you know what? Yeah, sh- but you're right. You do have to work on yourself. I do. And shout to Ross. I hope Ross. I hope everything works out with Ross, and I hope he gets better. Well, I hope he gets. I was gonna say better. Well, I hope he gets better fast. That's right. what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. All right. So shout out to Ross and his whole family, the whole MMG family. All right. Now, um, OJ Simpson. Okay. We're switching gears. OJ Simpson. It looks like they're gonna air his never seen before. If I did it interview, right? And people are saying he sh- they shouldn't air the interview. Now, if you don't know what if I did it is, if I did it is. A series that says, I didn't kill Nicole, but, but if, if I, I did, did this it is how been I like, would do it. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, you know, this was supposed to come out years ago and people were like, well, you know, no, it's too much. They shouldn't. But now it seems like they're going to they're going to release the series. Shit is crazy. Do you think they release they should release the series? You want me to answer first? Or you want to go? I'll answer first just because okay. you asked me a question. I think they should release it because damn it to hell. I want to see it. I do, too. But I think that that is beyond foul why and especially for you why would you think it's foul what do you mean especially for me you're the type of person that wants to know every last detail so if you're nicole's family you could kind of get a detail of what happened that night of course like i said Mm -hmm. i would want to see it right but to me it looks like a spectacle Uh it looks like he's mocking her death and how much more deplorable does it get than that that's true. Like I said, I will be tuned in. Right. But it's kind of like, you know, you're driving down the street and there's an accident. I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> let there be an accident. My mother would pull over to watch. Right. Because as unfortunate as it is, our curious minds want to see. You want to know. You want to see the gore. You want to see what what all is involved. Right. You know what I mean? 
So yes, I will watch mm-hmm. and I will, I'll DVR it. I'll probably rewind it and watch it again. But if you're asking me if it's right for her to mock, for him to mock her death like that is almost unbelievable. I didn't do it, but if I did, right, this I is this is how it would have gone down. Right. I mean, I, th- I think it's stupid, and I think it's greedy for the producers to shoot it. But as a, if I, I was part stupid. of if I was part of the family, and if I was around the family, I would want it to come out because that gives me closure. Although it's not really closure, because you really, if he did it, you know, you would want you would want to see him in jail. But that would at least give me a mind frame of what happened. You know, what happened that night? Where, 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 where did it go left? Where did the argument start? Where did this happen? Like, I would want to know all of that. Well, this is my preliminary opinion okay. of it. And that opinion may change after I watch it because it may not be what we all expect it to be. Right. Right now, it just seems like a knife in the gut after the fact. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. I, I think that we really just have to sit back and watch and see what the content is. See what he's saying. See what he's trying to get across. Is he really defending himself? Is he dissecting what the murderer actually did? Is there going to be any compassion or empathy? I really need to see how it goes down. But my preliminary opinion mm-hmm. is that. Is that what? He's a piece of bleep. But I, mean, I but I could be proven wrong. I mean, I think regardless, he's a piece of bleep. Right. But I have to watch it and see. Okay. All right. And and lastly, and I'm gonna watch it too. I want to see that shit too. Of course, lie. you're gonna watch it. That went without saying. Alive. We're gonna Definitely be watching it. it with popcorn. It's be together. All right. But lastly, R. Kelly. Right. And the reason I'm bringing up R. Kelly, I'm like, what? What's going on with R. Kelly? So R. Kelly, of course, you know, he's been you know accused of of I guess. I don't. It's not child pornography, but uh, into underage women, allegedly, girls. Uh, girls. Right? What do you mean? He's been accused of. He's into... been accused of peeing on a girl. He's a, oh, was of course, yes, okay. Having these young girls in his house and not allowing them to leave. He's been accused um, of so many different like things. Like marrying Aaliyah, right? Like when she was fourteen. Accused of all of that, right? Now. When him putting out music, do you think people should support his music? Now, that's a good question because the man mm. makes dope music. He's musically a genius when it comes to making records, right? That's a tough one. But mm-hmm. should people support him? Because even though he was found innocent, we all know that that was him on his on that tape. Was allegedly. he found innocent? He was innocent. Innocent like a motherfucker. It went, hold on. It went to trial? It went to trial. Found innocent. And he, he was found innocent? He was not charged, no. Like the charges weren't dropped? There wasn't like insufficient evidence? He was innocent. He was found innocent. Well, that's BS, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, but wait a minute. Why are we talking about this? Did he did he emerge in the news somewhere I'm just, somehow? I'm just asking. Just answer the question and I'll tell you why. Should, <laughs> should people still support his music and support him on tour, knowing allegedly the type of person that maybe he is? Okay. And I'm going to use words like this so nobody ever sues us, by the way. That's what I'm saying. I, allegedly. I, know, okay. I know why you're using those words. I won't get sued. Um, wow. This is one of those moments where I'm going to find myself contradicting myself. Mm -hmm. So you asked me, should we support him as a musician? Should people support him, right. First, let me start by saying, we all heard the rumors. I don't know how many people actually saw the sex tape where he was alleged to be statutory raping this 14-year-old girl. Correct. I saw the tape. Mm -hmm. In my opinion... That was absolutely 
him on that tape. Uh-huh. It was as clear as Black China in her sex tape. Mm-hmm. And the girl was unmistakably, in my opinion, underage. Correct. There was a part where she was dancing in the video. Yeah. And we don't have to explain the video because watching the video is child pornography because she was young, but you didn't know she was young at the time before you watched it. But go ahead. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to explain what I saw. No, you don't. Because that's child pornography. You didn't know her age. So I didn't. You didn't see it. So go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) But whichever way. To me, a crime took place. Right. In that video. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it made me not want any association with R. Kelly. I didn't want to hear his music. I thought that. He was an unfortunate human being, an ex- a poor excuse for a man. I had an extraordinarily low opinion of him. Right. But, you know, as time goes on, and it's it's crazy, but memories fade, and when something isn't right in front of you, its um, level of seriousness starts to fade. Uh-huh. So there have been times since then where our Kelly song might have come on, mm-hmm. and... I might have bobbed my head. Right. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the man still um, made dope music. And also, his music was so symbolic of a specific time in my life that I that I hold so near and dear to me. It's hard to imagine being 14 and not thinking of bump and grind or, you know... Um, I know that you're ready or, you know, like any of his big songs. Even if you really think that these songs are talking to an underage girl. Well, I don't put it in that perspective because at the time I didn't know that he was an alleged pedophile. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think of those songs and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I remember what I was doing that summer. And I remember, you know, who I was friends with. And I remember going here and, you know. Those feelings of nostalgia come back. So I'm a little torn. The answer to your question is, no, I do not feel as though people should support his music. But at the same time, I feel that it would be hard not to. With that being said, I absolutely positively would not support any of his new music. Okay. I have no interest in his new music. His only value to me is the nostalgia of his old music. Gotcha. Okay. What about you? No, I feel the same way. And, and, you know, it's bad because since I'm a DJ, sometimes I play his records. And when and I play... I'm, I'm, let me interrupt you really quick. And when you play it, uh-huh. I cringe. Right. I cringe a little bit too, but, it, but then I listen to the music. I'm like, yo, this, this shit is dope. And the reason I said that is, right, I got a record the other day, right, from R. Kelly. I, I don't know who said that. I don't know if it was Camp or Producer, and it was an R. Kelly record. And mm-hmm. they wanted, I guess they was giving it to me for my album. Mm-hmm. The record's crazy. Like, it's good. It's a dope-ass record. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, I can't, can't take this. I was like, I can't use, use this. I was just, I just, and if you I, decided to, I would debo that entire decision. I mean, I, I wasn't going to, but I was like, damn. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. But I felt that way. I was like, damn, the record's dope. But I can't look at R. Kelly like I look at R. Kelly strange because of that, you know. And if he had relations with an older woman and did all the peed on the older woman, I'd be like, hey, he's just a fucking freak. It ain't nothing wrong with that. But since it's, it, it's, I think. Or allegedly a younger, and I'll just put the allegedly out there to save, you know, for us being sued. I feel like I can't promote it, but it's a dope record. It's a dope, dope, dope record, but I just won't be having it. Yeah, no, I don't feel as though he deserves to go any further in his music career. I believe that I believe that he belongs in jail. Right. Um. So, no, I don't wish him any luck or any success or prosperity. 
Okay. So for me, it just ends there. Okay. All right. Well, that was an edition of Pillow Talk. Like I said, each and every week we're going to do this. It comes out on Monday. We talk about the hot topics. It's kind of like a wrap-up of the week where we talk about what went on in news, pop culture, celebrity news, and all that. So we do that each and every week. It's called Pillow Talk. It's not the same as the Casey Crew podcast. It's very different. It's a different section on the uh, SoundCloud and Spotify and all that good stuff. And it's just us shooting the shit in bed. Now, let me ask you a quick question. Yes. How long did this episode run? It's 30 minutes. What? This episode is 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes so far? Yep. I'm winning. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I want to <laughs> let everybody else know, too, that my uh, next single will be released today. All right. It's called Hardaway. It's the remix. It's featuring uh, Two me, Chains, Derez Deshaun, Yo Gotti, and Two Chains. So look out for that. Um, and we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. All right? And matter of fact, we're, we're going to play a snippet of the remix right now. Okay, sounds good. All right, so we'll see you guys later. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was an edition of Pillow Talk. With the Casey crew. That's right. Toodles. All right, let's get under the covers. This is the remix. I got the remix. In the kitchen with the match. DJ Envy. The rest is showing. Yo, got it. Two chains. We got London on the track. I was selling cocaine. I was in a dope with a mean. Yeah, I feel in love with the white girl. white girl On the first day that I seen her Before yeah. teeny boy had turned to two chains Yeah! I'm a living legend, I've been bucking seven I don't fuck with 12, I don't even drop a 9-11 treat